When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I tell you, the talking point is going to be between now and Easter coronavirus. Uh, worries and concerns. Five more cases of the virus in Northern Ireland. Southern health officials uh, say up to 1.9 million in the Republic could be infected. Events like the St. Patrick's Day celebrations uh, could be cancelled. What about here, however? Um, what needs to be done? Because I'm very aware of the concern in sporting circles. Uh, a young player in the amateur league uh, test positive for coronavirus after he plays at the weekend then everyone who's uh, been on the park playing with him uh, concerned and and worried um 02890 is our number now i want to speak to uh, lisa smith who is with the belfast telegraph she's the health correspondent uh, lisa good morning Good morning. How are you? Uh, Lisa, I am good. And this is following a path, isn't it? Because we've been talking about coronavirus for a, a number of weeks now. And it wouldn't be unreasonable for people to think that everyone at some point is going to know someone who's going to have it. We're not at that point yet. We're not at that point yet. But it does look like as if it is just the slow movement towards us justifying concerns that we've already had. Well, I think uh, the chances are that a lot of people are going to get this virus. Um, but I think at the moment, you know, the health, the, the officials are working very hard at containment. Uh, Boris Johnson is, is chairing a COBRA meeting today uh, to look at whether to um, move on to the delay phase of managing our response to the virus. Um, the onus really at the moment is slowing down the spread and um, almost spreading out the uh, the time over which cases are confirmed. Um, the, the fact is that for most people who get this virus, it will be a mild illness. Um, it's, uh, there's evidence to suggest that young children, while they're infected, don't really fall ill from the virus. Um, you, me, it will be a mild illness. It's older people with pre-existing health conditions that are most at risk. And uh, the illness really is on, on trying to prevent as many of those people from falling ill or spreading that out over a timescale because what we don't want is a surge in cases of people becoming seriously ill all at once because that will impact on the health service, which we all know is very, very fragile at the moment anyway. We have to keep in mind, however, that while people maybe my age or younger 
won't be that badly affected. Uh, some people my age and older will be. And from what you're saying, I think there's an additional onus on younger people not to be selfish because if they get a sense that you know, I'm going to have a bit of a flu they, they, they won't want their lives to be curtailed. However they're going to be in contact with the vulnerable and as a result of that you'd begin to think now that maybe sports events should be cancelled. Maybe teams shouldn't be training and mixing and mingling and uh, being involved in uh, competition when you see the worry there at the weekend of one young fella have just one person yeah. having coronavirus the knock-on right. effect that that has for exactly. all the families of the opposition his own team you know all those families will have elderly friends and neighbors and th- yeah. there's, there's a major responsibility on, on people to m- maybe make hard choices well, I think this is actually a time where we all need to um, step up and be responsible. There are so many different issues to this. Um, and that's why, you know, the government will be looking now at whether to move on to the delay phase, which will look at um, measures, um, social distancing measures, such as people working from home, closing schools, banning large events. And you know what? We all need to be responsible um, and make that decision Yes, it might be difficult. And, and that, that's another reason why they don't want a surge in cases. I mean, you, you look, for example, I spoke to a medical director last week. Um, the health service is working on the assumption that they may have up to 20% of their staff off at any one time because of um, the spread of this virus. And that would have a huge impact on the health service. So, um, you know, and to deliver the most basic of services, we saw the disruptions that happened just before Christmas, over Christmas time with, with the health strikes. And like I said before, the health service is so, so fragile. It really, it really, you know, the impact of something like that would be huge. And then, of course, there's the impact on the economy as well. So when we're talking about individuals taking responsibility, we also need to look to our employers to take some responsibility as well and maybe look at allowing their employees to work from home to, to you know, to try and stop the spread of this virus. Yeah, getting people to work from home is one thing. Getting other people to be disciplined whenever there's a concern is 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 something is something else. I I just wonder if all these steps are going to be of any benefit or or not. Let's hope let's hope they are. The professionals should know what they are doing. Do you expect the Cobra meetings, the ongoing meetings, to? To, I know they're liaising with sporting organisations indeed today and the early stages of, of this week across across the water. Do you, do you expect, for example, Premier League football or major rugby events to be stood down or to be played behind closed doors? I think it's very, very difficult to say at the moment. And, I'm, uh, and you know, officials have been at pains to stress that just because one region takes one measure, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a blanket measure across the UK. It very much depends on the activity of the virus in specific geographical areas and how they respond. So it's going to be very, very interesting um, when they come out of this meeting today. You know, we we will find out um, 
what measures they're, they're thinking about, hopefully. But, you know, as well as that, um, we had a number of new cases confirmed last night by the Department of Health here in Northern Ireland. So we now have a total of 12 people um, tested positive with the virus. Interestingly, though, in the release that went out last night, it didn't give any information about how the latest positive cases um, contracted the virus. So we don't know, was that um, community transmission or were these people who had um, had some kind of contact with affected areas? Um, so that, that'll be one to watch. At the moment, containment is working in Northern Ireland. We are seeing an increasing number of cases, but it's been fairly slow so far. So, you know, fingers crossed it will continue along that vein. And a couple of weeks ago when the Irish authorities decided not to have the rugby game, uh, which would have been played there at the, the weekend, you know, rugby fans went, oh, for goodness sake, you know, <laughs> you're, this is an overreaction, catch a grip. That's what I was certainly hearing from, from people. But the yeah. same people today are actually looking back and saying about the Irish medical guidance, on the Irish medical guidance, that, that was a good call. They, you, you know, you wouldn't have wanted a mass influx of Italians all in the one place around you at this moment in time? I don't think that any of the measures that have been put in place by the officials can be described as an exaggeration or, you know, the people who are making these decisions are you know, the leading experts in their field in, in the world. They really know what they're doing and if they give us advice, we should follow that advice. For example, the advice about face masks um, you know, people are still wearing face masks. And yes, they can stop you from touching your face and your nose. But those face masks, are they're not proper barriers. They're designed for use in dental surgeries, in operating theatres, which are sterile environments. Um, you know, you need to be changing them constantly. People's hands are dirty. If you've got that mask on all day, it's really not doing the job that you want it to do, yet there are concerns that we're going to have, you know, dental surgeries and, and health trusts are going to have difficulties getting these masks because people are buying them up. And that's another example of where we need to be responsible and follow the advice that we're being given and the guidance we're being given by, by the government. Yeah, and, you know, we really do have to, to listen. Uh, Lisa, uh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Lisa Smith from the Belfast Telegraph. And as for the panic buying, you know, wise up on that as well. Uh, that's crucial that we don't panic buy. And uh, thankfully, the supermarkets are now uh, insisting on some common sense. Uh, you see some of the pictures of the people in America, like Embarrass humanity, wasn't they? <laughs> Wrestling in the aisles over the, the items that they wanted to, uh, to, to take home. Um, let me speak to Carla Dallas, who's aware of all of this. Carla, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Uh, Carla, you're the club secretary with Coke United. You were playing against uh, the Hanover uh, team at the at the weekend, a team of young lads from the Porta Down area. And uh, unfortunately, one of the players you played against, your team played against, uh, after the football was uh, was discovered that he has COVID nineteen, the corona the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Once you were informed, once Coke United were informed, what 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 steps did you take? Um, we were told, Frank, at 7 o'clock on Saturday evening and um, at that time we were in the clubhouse and there was another event going on, so we were very busy. Um, there was about 100 people there. Um, so our first reaction was to just 
you know, we knew we had to deal with it um, and we just decided that we had to get the proper advice, um, which we got from the NHS line, one one one, and then we um, made an announcement in the bar just to say, listen, here's here's the situation, here's what we've been told, here's the advice we've been given. Um, we just wanted to make people aware of everything um, as soon as we could because um, we thought it was important to be new at least what was happening, even though we didn't really fully understand ourselves. We um, also put a p- um, post on our Facebook page because there was a lot of people there that would have left already and we had no way of contacting them or reaching them. And I think it's done a good job of reaching lots of people. It's been uh, quite popular this weekend. Yeah, and you feel a responsibility, I presume, and, you know, good wishes to the, the young man from the, the Panover team that he makes mm-hmm. a, a, full, mm-hmm. a full recovery. But he's going to have to self-isolate. People who... Are around who were close to him and who were in his changing room or you know who were breathing his air. They're they're going to be genuinely worried. Your 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 players as well because they were in close opposition mm-hmm. uh, to him. Is is it time to begin to rethink the running of football, the running of rugby, uh, entertainment events, and just to to cancel things and keep people apart uh, to till we get this under control. I don't know. I think I think we need to all take a sensible approach to this. Um, you know, we can't cancel every event. Um, you know, do we stop all stop going to work? We can't do that. I think what um, needs to happen is a personal responsibility where people need to be aware of, you know, possibility that they have been infected. You know, if you're being tested to behave in a responsible manner, um, you know, and wait for your test results or whatever. And, you know, if you feel like you've been at risk, certainly self-isolate, go to the doctor, get tested. I think it's a personal responsibility. I don't think, I think it's too soon to start cancelling major events. Um, You know, is it scaremongering? I don't know. I don't know what's the right thing to do. That said, you know, if we'd known now what we knew on Saturday morning, we would have cancelled our match. But, you know, it's it's all hindsight. I don't, I just don't think it's important to cancel events at this stage. Is anyone on your team considering self-isolation that they may have they, they may have been up for a header along with this fella. They they may have been giving him a hug after the match. Uh, are, 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 they, are they worried? Yeah. Yeah, they are. There's quite a few, actually. And um, the advice I was given yesterday by a GP was that there, you know, how he explained contact to me was if anyone had a face-to-face conversation with this person for any length of time, if they have stood uh, within a sort of two-metre radius of them for a period of 15 minutes or longer, which we say would have been in the bar at that time, you know, there's plenty of people around him, um, or if he, they came into contact with him, so like handshake, hug, or, you know, maybe <clears throat> a, a tackle during the during the match, those people are at risk. And the thing is, you don't know, and so you have to self-isolate, you have to be, as I said before, personally responsible, and you have to take measures into your own hands, and you have to contact your GP and do what steps we've been advised to do. Um, yeah, we, we we have a few years self-isolating this week, yeah. Yeah, and, and while respecting the privacy of the patient, mm-hmm. were you told, and I, I don't want to know his name, were, were, were you told who which player it was? Um, not directly, but indirectly, and we, um, I mean, it wasn't too hard to figure it out. Um, we, we did, we did realise very quickly who it was, so we were able to say to our players, you know, this is the guy and the people that, you know, they're in the bar. This is the person. So if you feel like you've been in contact with him, you know, you're potentially at risk. And what's the game plan now for Coke United? Uh, will there be, is, is training cancelled for the next fortnight? What, what, what steps are you taking? Um, well, we have we have two teams, Frank. Um, so the training is cancelled for the reserve team and for 
the, the matches as well. They're cancelled. But the first team will continue. They've cleaned up facilities today. Um, so they'll be able to be back in, in training tomorrow night. Um, but the reserve team have been sort of placed in a, in a 14-day isolation by the Middlestar League. Um, just, just an advice, really, um, that there's yourselves, Hanover and crew, um, are all in this isolated period of 14 days of no training and no game. Yeah, just to explain to us how crew's involved in it. Um, I'm not actually sure. I think they played their first team. I couldn't be sure, Frank, but I think they played their first team on Saturday. Ours was a reserves match. Okay, sure. So those are the three clubs involved. Hanover, uh, Crew United up around Glenavy and uh, your team, Coke United, in, yes. in, in, County, in County Tyrone. Um, <laughs> like... I don't want to. I don't want to say anything that's negative about amateur league football, but that's mm-hmm. it's a smaller gathering at an amateur league match. Mm-hmm. Yet, in all, there's serious concern. Now, if we mm-hmm. move up the ranks to Irish league, or we begin to look at a Ravenhill game, or we think of some of the big county encounters in Gaelic sport or whatever, you're talking about thousands of people uh, being at matches. With the example very recently of the Scottish female rugby player uh, having c- coronavirus, it does seem like as if we're going to be at a game of some sport in the very near future where people in general are, go- are going to have it. And that's why I'm just wondering, is it wise to be in gatherings? Generally, is it wise to be in gatherings, at church events or, or, or wh- whatever? Um, the advice still is, the, the advice still is that we, we shouldn't be as concerned as some people may be hearing this conversation mm-hmm. this morning. Yeah, I think I think everybody has a right to be concerned, but um, and we certainly were uh, at seven o'clock on Saturday evening. We were definitely concerned, but I think after having spoken to the doctor and he explained, you know, the the term of contact and what that meant, um, it's more straightforward. Well, not straightforward, but it's more, it was better explained to us yesterday, and um, it is more clear that not everybody just because you were in the room, it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Um, he explained it to me just a bit like the common cold, where you. You know, you're in a room of people. You know, if you're doesn't mean you're getting it, but if you're sitting beside someone or you're, you know, touching them or whatever, there's a fair chance you might. So I think it's um, when he explained it like that, it was a bit more reasonable to accept that. Okay, you know, you might get it, you might not. And I think back to that personal responsibility. If you think you're at risk, you need to you need to isolate and you need to get tested. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's um, it's hassle, it's, but isn't it? It's yeah. hassle. You need to be is, so, so unselfish to, to self-isolate properly. To, to, get, to You know, you really do have to be thinking about your fellow, fellow man. And it's not an easy thing to do. And I, I, I feel for the people who are self-isolating and who maybe have absolutely nothing wrong with them. Yeah, yeah. A lot of employers today have said, you know, they're happier that the, the people that potentially are at risk stay at home because... You know, is it better to have one person down or an entire organisation? So I think they're happier that they, they stay at home whilst they're being tested. True, true. Listen, thanks, Carla, for giving us an insight no into how you handled it. And it seems to have been, uh, you know, well handled, actually, by the organisation, the organisers of your, your sport and the, the clubs, the clubs involved. And th- thanks for your time, Carla. Thank you. It's a Carla Dallas who's the club secretary with Coke United and you know we're just emphasising you need to be 15 minutes or more in the vicinity of an infected person, you need to be within one or two metres uh, to be considered at risk or you need to be close close contact so we don't want to in any way alarm uh, people, that's vital vital responsibility within the media not to alarm 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.